Hello, and welcome to What's Kraken, a 3XR podcast on 3XR Radio. I am your co-host, Eliasi's Remote Control Helicopter. On this episode, Adam and Callum, wow that rhymes, I'm a poet, and I don't know it. Anyway, they sit down for a conversation with the lovely Bubbly Bubble and Squeak Customs to chat about all things wrestling figures. We hope all four of you listening, including my delightfully attractive butcher, enjoy. Please like, share, subscribe, review, and all of that shit. Now, without further ado, run those titles. transferred now i can see the pair of you before it was just looking at adam i was yeah. like is it just you and oh, i again that's the best view personally i'd say anyway but adam might uh, disagree with that i would um, disagree with that <laughs> brandon you hear me right yeah yeah man, i can hear you fine, I, think. I can hear you um lovely to officially meet you um we've chatted chatted um before don't think i've actually spoke to you, you like to send a voice note i don't trust people who yeah, send voice <laughs> notes <laughs> it oh you're one me. of them yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah. I'm a lazy typer i get so lazy typing i just like send it on a voice note <laughs> See, the thing is like i always have my headphones in i'll be listening to my music and a voice note yeah. comes through i'm like uh, and, and the problem is because oh, i'm not no. a voice note myself like people t- send you a voice note, it's like five points. You're like, "Fuck's sake, we've got to reply to all five of these now." And like, <laughs> I've got well, yeah, you just get us long, doesn't it? You can't like, you can't cross reference it either. So you've got to kind of remember. Like, obviously, when you when someone writes something, you can see it. So you go, "Okay, yeah, fine, fine, fine." But then if they're like rambling on for a few minutes, I'm like, I, I can only remember the last thing that they said. Uh, yeah, like you say, it interrupts whatever you're listening to. Um, and often, like, um, you know, I might have to pop it out loud so then my wife listens in and it's like, what's this shit? I know, right? Everyone down the street <laughs> hearing what some customizer is saying on Instagram voice notes. But, but it's not even that. Do you remember the, the phase where you'd click on any video and it'd start off and then two seconds later it'd start turning into like a woman screaming from like a porn video? Yeah, just, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. I had friends who just said those. So, like, the thing is, you can't trust anything anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, go, gone. Gone of the day yeah. to trust. If I'm not wearing headphones, I'm not listening. <laughs> I know, right? You're not even like watching videos anymore. You're just like looking at it and thinking, do I even open it? Yeah. It's like yeah, it's yeah, so reluctant yeah. to open stuff now. I'm going to start yeah, a trend man. of do- doing this over customizing videos and we'll see how well it takes over in, uh, in this way, shape, and form. Did either of you watch Money in the Bank? Any sense? I haven't yet. I think that's this evening's viewings. However, I've d- I've managed to avoid spoilers all morning, right? Okay, I, thought, I, won't, I, th- I won't say anything yeah. unless you. No, wait, no, 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 no. Here we go. So obviously, I thought this was at midday. So my other half and I, we've been out. We've done some tasks this morning, and we timed it. That was getting back just enough time. Managed to avoid Instagram. Managed to avoid everything. Brilliant. We're going to watch it after the podcast. Ads text me. Oh, by the way, it's one o'clock, not twelve o'clock. All right. First thing I do, forgetting, went on Instagram, seen two spoilers, 
brilliant. So basically, <laughs> if you just stuck to the original time ads, I'd have been happy. But no, there's two matches I know the result for. The US title match and yeah. the main Money in the Bank match. Uh, yeah, I mean... Oh, I no, no, that's like the main event. Yeah, there's, I know, there's, That's there the one I wanted to avoid as well. There, it's else. always the one you don't want to see. You always end up seeing it. Yeah. I don't I think there's for... anything like that interesting anyway in terms of the, spoiler the worst mm. used to be the wwe network right because i used to have the network on my ipad and obviously over here we get pay-per-views mostly sunday nights so i'd never really yeah. watch the pay-per-views live i'd always watch it the next day or, or whatever <laughs> but then you'd get like push notifications on the ipad for wwe network yes. first thing in the morning so and so is beating so and so you're like well, yeah. why like you can probably tell from why the average i've not been logged on to see this so yeah. yeah, they should actually put that though, like a, a no spoiler setting. They should really have that. Yeah, well, exactly. Or just turn notifications off. Yeah, that's, that's I, I, the real way. I've had it when like I've done that, and I'm like, okay, I just won't look at Instagram or Twitter or anything beforehand. And then like somebody, one of my friends on WhatsApp who doesn't even like watch wrestling, will pop in with something like because it was like you know if it was attitude era related, so then they'll ruin it. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, I guess now, now it's not really a problem because I can watch it, uh, when it's on pretty much. What time does it start for you guys? Oh, it's like, uh, six, six, 7 PM. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. 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 Like that's, that's been <laughs> ideal Sunday evening. Like I was sitting there thinking like, that's like the time I know, right? have a half will put a film on normally about that time. Like, yeah. Well, that's the problem. I, I can't, dinner. I can't really watch it then because Kelly doesn't want to watch it, obviously. So uh, I either sit there in the corner with headphones on, like Lynn off Alan Partridge, or, um, well, I mean, I quite like to watch it a little bit delayed anyway, just so I can skip stuff, which is yeah. quite a lot normally. I can yeah. tell you really the last time I watched a full pay-per-view thinking about it, like we tend to watch maybe i'll pick maybe one two or three matches for us to to watch from a pay-per-view but i couldn't tell you the last time i've sat and watched something complete starts with, i don't think i've even watched day two of wrestlemania yet you know and there was a couple of matches i was wanting to watch on that i think yeah I, I'll, I'll like even you know, i was just gonna say yeah i'll i'll tap along a lot of the time just to skip some stuff you know go i'll they'll probably do the finisher about six times so i'll get them beyond and then go from there because uh, I don't know it just drags a bit doesn't it at Mania when I was well when we had the two nights over here because we had to wake up so late I was like taking naps in between like night one and night two so I'd like I'd watch a few matches and I'd think right I'm going to get to bed now have a nap <laughs> wake up again and then on night two the way I woke up for my nap was like the glass breaking when and when uh, Austin came out to save um, <laughs> was it Pat when he Facing yeah. Vince and he's there, and I was like, right, well, that's my alarm sorted. So I'm woke. I've woken up on night two from like Stone Cold's theme song. So like, yeah, it's crazy. And yeah, that I don't was... think I can't remember the last time I watched the full pay per view and sat there from like start to end. I can't remember the last time I did that. Nah, must have been years no ago. Way. I think the thing is for me, and I think I've had this conversation with you, Adam, and obviously we digress away from from custom talk, but you know it's all relevant, right? With wrestling. Um, yeah. I think for me, I watch most of the modern stuff I watch these days is, is with me other half. It's more because we enjoy watching it together. You know, what I mean, I don't really have much of an interest in a lot of the wrestlers these days, and even including figure buying. 
most of the modern guys, I've got like one or two, but again, it's mostly wrestlers that her and I enjoy together. I enjoy watching old mm. school wrestling. That's where most of my time goes. And even like, so that's for me is why I think I don't watch a full pay for because I think most of my affinity towards wrestling comes as a, looking back on what I enjoyed as a kid, you know what I mean? And even when I look at the way I collect these days, it's more tailored towards that stuff than the modern wrestling. And I think that is why, because, and again, this is slightly digressing, but I think personally wrestlers aren't as big as the characters as they used to be, or maybe that's just because we used to see them through kids' eyes, right? But I remember thinking Triple H and looking at The Rock and all these guys when I was growing up and thinking these guys look like towers, do you know what I mean? And, I think that which they were, they were, they were huge as well. Do you know what I mean? They had a lot lot more like something about them than a lot of wrestlers nowadays. A lot of juice. I do enjoy it now. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, a lot of juice juice. as well. (laughs) This is coming from someone whose favorite wrestler is Rey Mysterio. Do you know what I mean? So clearly, size isn't the the be all and end all for me. But like, it just felt, and I I don't know if it's just because of the way they they were shown and everything like this. I mean. I've recently started watching this thing on YouTube um, and I'll find this guy's basically this wrestling bio and he goes through week after week of the Monday Night Wars and he just basically recaps yeah, yeah. everything that happens and when you say, hear some of these stories and what goes on it just... Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Is that the Scottish Eagle? Yeah, and he's funny. The way he delivers it is just, it's just brilliant because it adds a bit yeah. of humour but it also just recaps everything. So you watch it, he, he like runs Monday Night yeah. Raw with Monday Nitro alongside it and then you get to the pay-per-views. Yeah, and it, yeah it's like a split screen. Yeah, and you just you think I don't think there's ever going to be another exciting time. And yeah, you've got AEW and stuff like that now. But I just don't think, as much as people want there to be like this whole, wow, it's the Monday Night Wars. There will never be another time like that because when you literally go back and watch it for an adult size, it is just as great. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it still it's, blows your mind. It's impossible to say really because, like, the, the knowing like. I guess what what you thought as a kid and shit is different to now, and it's hard to compare, isn't it? Because if you could switch your, you know, if if the kid version of me could go to now, maybe I don't know. Because like when I rewatch some older stuff, it it seems like shitter than what I remember most yeah, of the time. Really, do but... you watch the older stuff? When we say older stuff, you're obviously a little bit older than than Brandon and I but do you mean like the 94, 95, 96 stuff because when you're talking Duke the Dumpster Josie or a clown it yeah 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 really... oh, I mean everything I mean everything really like, be it be it yeah. like super old or you know attitude stuff um, but yeah because this is my opportunity and that's why I well i don't really remember when i started but i remember being really young just Hang on. Action what what figures was yeah. it you started with? Act, sorry, Action Man, you were saying. Yeah, so like, I used to collect I used to collect the wrestling toys and I'd always beg my mum and my dad, like when we'd go to the shops to get me like the old Jack's R3 toys and sort of, you know, early Jack's figures. I'd always ask to buy for them to buy them for me. And then I'd always want to make 
the figures or the attire of something that I'd see on TV. And then I would like paint them and just, I'd like use nail varnish and stuff that no one would yeah. ever do. I'm thinking like I'd just completely destroy the figure, but I think it was amazing because I changed it. So like I would practice a lot on like the figures that I'd get from mum and dad, also action man as well. Cause growing up, we all had action man. If it was an astronaut one or if it was like a, a jungle one, it was always just getting a Sharpie and drawing a massive tattoo on the arm. So <laughs> yeah, I've been destroying figures for like, I'd say most of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, where, so, so yeah. when did you start doing it, I guess, properly or how did you get into doing that? Yeah. So I'd say about 2007, 2006 was when I discovered the forum, like wrestling fix forum. Oh, wow. Good forum. Oh, okay, then. Uh, yeah. Brandon, just just yeah. so you know, I was a moderator on that forum for a brief period oh. of time, so I won't stand for any tolerant, like bad yeah. acting yeah, in so this you podcast, like, right? CCTV <laughs> in the forum. I got sent a free figure from Ringside Collectibles for doing it, though, right? So really? I was probably probably about fourteen years old. We digress, but uh, I used yeah. to do the figure yeah, photography, and I was a, a moderator for that. And literally, you'd have to do nothing, right? No one really posted on that board, but for some reason, I became a moderator. And it was around Christmas time, and uh, Ringside Collectibles, for some reason, was a thank you because obviously they owned the message boards, and it was around the time they bought the message boards, uh, sent all the moderators a free mm-hmm. figure, and it was a ruthless aggression ringside exclusive uh batista the one with the evolution shirt that was so yeah so you were on so you were on that but then you didn't you didn't even you took 18 years pretty much to start customizing well we spoke about both. we did we did kind of speak about it before like i, I think that, like brandon's probably going to say right i did frankenstein some jacks and you know, I used. I remember yeah. you mentioned nail polish. My mum was a nail tech, and I remember she had clear nail polish. And like, I remember reading online for some reason, clear nail polish would seal the paint, so like it would be on there. But obviously, it wouldn't paint. So, let, so I've, I've, I've been down that road, right? But this isn't about me; it's about Brandon. Yeah, we will so about his story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I'm on. saying. We've all we've all experimented with crazy stuff, and just thought, you know what, this would do, and then we read up on it. So I would go on the forums and just like do. I'd treat that place like it was the Bible. Like I would just research and just read it and look at all the stuff that was in it. And then I'd slowly start, you know, reading upon what paints people would use. But a lot of people in that are from America. So they would use products that were from America and I would have to like, figure out, okay, testers what's the equivalent? Paints, I think, the one I'd mm. yeah, always see. Yeah. Or, um, army, army something. I think I remember seeing. Army paint that we get here. Um, Apple, oh, okay, Apple right. Jacks or something. That's a cereal, but there's a, there's an apple one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like uh, that's the one that they always have in like uh, Walmart and stuff. I think it's. I don't think it's very good. But... Yeah, there's like bottom level. Cheeks, like, yeah. Beginner, the beginner tier of painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's like, you know, that makes like you know a cakey figure. I think, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's probably probably still better than nail varnish though <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely better than nail varnish so then like they'd also have sealers as well like i think it was krillon krillon sealers and i used to think well there's nothing over here so i just like experimenting and just starting to like use what worked for me and then i figured out games workshop and their paints and i say about like from 20 
2013, 2014 was when I started using Citadel. And then just mm. only until I still use that to this day. Like they're just, they're the best quality for me. Like I just find they work well for me and the paintbrushes are also from Games Workshop. So yeah, I've been customizing basically for a long time and just always learning, always learning. You know, you can never stop learning with like painting and and I still want to learn stuff like decals as well. There's so much that I know, but then there's so much that I don't know. So it's unlimited. Yeah, man, totally. No, that's really cool. Um, just on the on the paints, because I'm kind of interested, because uh, I use, I mostly use Vallejo just because it's easier to dispense. Do you like, yeah. do, you, do, do you pour the Citadel into like a squeeze thing? Because I find that, you know, the way you have to kind of scoop it out and stuff, if you're going to mix anything, it's, it's just too annoying for me. Maybe I'm lazy. So my setup is like, I get the paint, I'll shake the pot, and then I just open the lid and I just leave that there. So I'm like, the exact same as you. I just I leave do. it there. I don't pour it in the mixing tray. I used to do that, but then I found that it would dry to, so quickly. Yeah. And maybe it's my room as well. It's just like always stuffy and dry in here, but maybe it might just be my room where it dries the paint out. So I thought if I leave it in the pot, shake it well, I never mix it. I only mix it when I put it on my brush and then apply water. I'll never like add the water in the pot. So I can, I have the control over my paintbrush and the consistency. Uh, okay. of like, I um, guess if you've got, if you've got enough colors, you kind of don't need to do that. Like I, I guess yeah. I make I mix a lot of stuff. Um, maybe I just need more paints. <laughs> so one yeah, thing I, I found... think the more limit you have, the more colors you have, the more like you can just kind of mix it up. Or West Citadel is just so limited. There's, I mean, like they're so unlimited in their in their colors. Yeah. They've got so many different applications. But then they always try to say to you, oh, if you're trying to get this color, then I recommend you buy this and this, and then mix it. Be like, I know you have this color. I've seen it want this one color but they'll recommend you to mix two but then yeah, either yeah, way yeah, yeah. the more you have the more you have the better so, so yeah, i'm just digging through my citadel box because i have something <laughs> to, to say about this right um i'm like you brandon i mostly use citadel paints um mm. i have and, and the reason why i use citadel paints is because there is a games workshop literally two minutes across the road from me so whenever i need paints or anything i'm i like things to be able to just go and get it um, I have exactly. started go, going into Vallejo paints and I've bought a couple more, but I have the habit of I'll need one colour and I'll order 10 close to that colour online because you obviously have to live yeah, on the square. And, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, and, and, so my, my my opinion is I'd love to use more Vallejo paints, but I'd like to be able to go into the shop um, to see, see them so. before. Yeah. But like you've exactly I, I leave the lid open when I, when I um, do my paints, but sometimes I find that when you get close to three quarters of the way down it might start thickening slightly so you think oh you know it's paint's gone um i have got this thing that i bought from games workshop uh and it's called like la mian medium and what it basically is is colorless paint so okay. you can top it back up with that give it the shake again and it will start to go back to being a bit oh, more like consistent. The normality of it like a paint thinner basically so you know if you're That's like it. me you and I, because I've had it before, where like certainly like the ones with more pigment and the blacks and the reds, they dry quicker, and then you end up wasting. They dry around the lid. Yeah. So by getting a pot of this, you just top it up with a little bit, give it a shake, and it just kind of allows it to. Ah, last that's pretty longer. good. Yeah. Does that's that so not like di- dilute 
dilute it in some way. No, because it, it will do because it's basically colourless paint. And what's happened is like where the air has been getting into it, like Brandon and I use it and leave it yeah. open, it just starts to get a bit thicker. So, you know, yeah, like we say, we, we, we do right, mix yeah, it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like Brandon, use a wet brush typically. And I tend to also mix the paint on the figure. So if it's a bit thick, I'll add more water and then I'll be able to get the consistency yes. I want doing it that way. Um, yeah. But yeah, so this just found it, it helps go from being too thick like you find with the blacks and the, the, the darker reds and being able to give it just more of a smooth so it won't clump out as much either and stuff just another way to elongate your paints right i mean they're three pound fifty mm. a tub and if you can get a bit longer out of it everything helps yeah right? of course yeah if you can use so, it down to the end of the pot then you're winning and yeah. brushes as well like my paint brushes i tend to like stick to citadel as well like you know this the what am i trying to say like you got to invest in your tools. You get what I mean? You, you know, you invest in yeah, your tools. Yeah, totally. and that's the best, that's the best way to get the best possible outcome, you know, and the best result. So like, you know, I, like you said, Callum, I like going to the shop and going inside and seeing it. Like when you buy a trouble I've had before is I bought a paintbrush off the internet where it's not Citadel and I haven't gone in the shop and it's arrived and it's completely different to how I expected it to be. So when you go in a shop, you can look at these things and you go through different stages. You go for the cheap ones, you go for the expensive ones, you go for the medium ones and whatever works for you is what like, you know, it works for you. Right. So you just stick to that and go into like painting eyes. It, I use Citadel like layer and I've gone through small and extra small, but I think small will probably be the best one for me. It just, it gets in there and it's a nice tip. And you just can't go wrong with fine tip because I've tried to use, I end up using a thick brush like this. And for those who can't see this, it's like a really thick brush and I'm trying to paint an eye with loads of hair on it. And it just, I just learned from the hard way. Mm. So yeah, I I think that's, that's the thing, isn't it? With, with eye and detail stuff. If you have like one, one like stray hair, that's like, that moves off, it totally fucks it. I think um, that's a good segue into eye painting i guess because the your kind of like the eyes that you do are incredible so i guess what is your technique on that Hang on. before this right adam goes to me think about some things uh you'd like to chat with brandon about and i literally just wrote eyes 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you put i am did you put the eyes emoji as well that didn't even do that, just caps, mate. Didn't even need that, just caps. And then let me tell you why, right? Because obviously, Ad, Ads and I started at a similar time. And it's interesting because when you think about it, eyes are one of those things that can even make or break a custom, right? It, it, they, they can be really hard. And to be honest, they're one of the more intimidating things to do when you first to get into customs i remember when i when i first put my 3d painted heads and i was like man like how are we gonna be able to to do this it's interesting i remember looking at toothpicks i looked at pins Mm -hmm. you know really went through it and coincidentally some there's some people who actually send me some of their heads for me just to paint the eyes and send them on right and i'm by no means great i can do a passable eye but so it's interesting so how how did you develop your style what process kind of did you go through to get there? Because like I said, did you try different routes? Did you get it and just yeah, give yeah, us a really complete, complete, because I, I looked at some of yours and even when I, I said to my other half this morning, we, I was chatting to you, she's like, oh, what does Brandon do? I was like, his eyes are phenomenal. I was like, look at these, look at these, look at these. <laughs> I, look, I remember looking no, at his actual eyes. 
but i think it was like a half painted kenny omega i looked at as well and that was one of the first ones i remember seeing that you had done from, and, and this thing so yeah just talk through your yep. process you know different ways you've tried how did you settle on what you do because you know we all do it right we try something that doesn't work we go different routes so far away yeah man. so like i was saying before you know i just i experimented with different paint paint brushes and and to the point I'm at now is that I only use those two brushes. So like layer small and extra small and like you guys and like everyone else, they, we all get intimidated by painting eyes. They are the hardest part of the heads, like painting the heads. That is the hardest part and the most challenging, but my technique is, and I'll explain like my steps on how to do it. So mm-hmm. I start with the white and I start painting the eye socket and I try to get, the eye socket like completely white first. Now, like you were saying, Adam, if you go out of that eye, if you go out of that shape, I kind of tend to go back in with the skin tone of the color. So I tend to keep the white in the eye socket and then I'll come back in with the the skin tone. Now Mm -hmm. from the skin tone and the white in the socket, I'll then do the, like the eyelash. Yeah. But, where eyelashes are so thin and they don't really, you can't really like show that on figures. But what I tend to do is I, I do like a little gentle black line going over the top. Mm-hmm. And then even so I don't get, I don't get too worried back in the day I would, but nowadays I don't get too worried if I go with the black and I kind of smudge it over onto the skin tone. I don't think to myself, crap, like I've ruined the figure. I just think to myself, right, cool. Take it easy. You can always fix this. So then yeah. I go back with the skin tone and then I like cover the black if it's gone onto the skin, especially if you're doing someone like, for example, I was painting Brom, ba- Brom, Brom Breaker the other day and there was, I swear to God, I could have been spending about at least a couple hours on that just for the eyes itself, because that's, like I said, the hardest part. So where I'm making mistakes, I'm cutting back in. So I get the eyelash done i go back in with a skin tone i use kiss left for that and then i'll start moving on to like the iris so the black in the uh in the middle now a lot of people tell me that's the hardest part so that's why i say right invest in your tools and i recommend a layer small citadel brush and mm-hmm. you only need just a little dab add that little bit of black to your paintbrush and then just dip it in the water pot like a tiny bit and then don't just like push it on like direct it like let the water and the paintbrush do the job, not so much your hand. Try not to be as heavy handed, but I've learned and you know, it's, it's not as easy as I say it, but yeah, it's all, it's all practice. As well, you so, know what I mean? Question for you, right? Cause this is, this is one thing I've been trying because my traditional route is color, black, white dot, you know, like Jack's would have done, da, da, da. Mm. but I've started mm. to attempt what you do where you do the slightly black on the outside. And that was one of the things. Now I, the other week, and I don't know if this was me going wrong. I used some of those like magnifying glasses cause I was trying to make sure. Do you do all <laughs> yeah. yours? <laughs> I am 32. My eyes are great. <laughs> do you do all yours by a hand? Like are you, are you using anything or is this all just literally you've done it for so long now you can just do it like that. So I do think I need to go to spec savers actually, cause my eyes are getting a bit blurry. <laughs> <laughs> but I did use those like binoculars. They were like massive binoculars that went around my head and they mm-hmm. had like the lens that would down. So I would yeah. use that. But then after that, I was just hurting my eyes because I'm like one eye open, one eye close. And mm-hmm. I'm like, let me try without these. And then I kind of put them to the side. And then now I just use them like I don't I don't use them. So I just I just yeah, have the lights, two lights on the side, 
I've got full light on this head and I'm just like completely, you know, no glasses on, no nothing. But I have tried that. And yeah, we've all, it seems like we've gone through the same route, really. Like you, you're doing what I've done before, like with, you know, all the tools that you've experimented with. Mm. Yeah, like, I, I, sorry, go on. I was just going to say, I've like, I'm like you, Brandon, in the sense of I find it fascinating to try and learn different things. Like I've even tried using pencils to try and do the iris first before putting mm-hmm. on the paint. I've used different pens. And, you know, I'm like you trying to find the right way because that's, that to me, like I say, the eyes, that is what can make a head. You can paint it phenomenally, like tones, you know, blush, yeah. good facial hair, everything. But if those eyes aren't looking realistic, that can make still be the difference between mm-hmm. it looking shit hot and looking <laughs> shit, right? So that that's why I think even me, the even the positioning really isn't it like you mm. can do them perfectly but if they're a little bit kind of off it looks mental. That's why I like painting yeah. HBK heads, mate, because you know that little <laughs> bit of being slightly <laughs> off—it's his character. It's him. It's not. It's not my. It's yeah. not my hand, and it's not my paintbrush. It's HBK. Yeah. So. Exactly yeah. right. Do, do the Mc, McFarlane trick, man. Always looking to the side, like that way. They never, yeah, never straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, saying that though. Go on, Adam. Go on, mate. Go on, no, no, it's fine. Go on. I'll go after you. So I was painting a John Cena figure the other day. I was painting the eyes on that, and I kind of remember at the back of my mind, like his eyes ain't really straight. Like they're not really centered so when i was looking at google like his eyes especially when pictures are taken like your eyes sort of go wonky anyway i think it happens to all of us but we've seen where he's always got cameras on him his eyes seem to be like off to the side a bit so i was trying to like obviously copy that and it looked weird at first but i was like but that's that's what it looks like in this picture on google so surely you know surely it's right even though it looks a bit wonky but different eyes people that have different eyes so i'll like yeah i always use picture references as to eyes and you know just always looking at different ways people paint them as well because people paint like um hot toys so where they're bigger you know they've got more mm-hmm. they've got more like control over painting yeah. the eyes whereas because they're painting something so small what's our scale like one is it 112 112 where yeah, yeah. So like where we're painting one twelve scale, it's so much so much smaller and it's easier to mess up. So yeah, John Cena. So yeah, you need to simplify for the for the scale really because I I follow a lot of people that kind of paint those like Marvel like the busts and stuff that are bigger. But then yeah. you kind of have to think kind of responsively. It's like if you're going smaller, then you're going to reduce all of those things. Like exactly. my. Uh, my my technique is pretty much the same as yours now. I think like I spoke to you really early on when I just started about kind of that sort of stuff. But yeah, I it's mm-hmm. I'll go I'll go white, then I do the black at the top, then the skin on yeah. top of that, because then you're just kind of covering yeah. and then any it doesn't matter if you go wrong on either of those two things. Um yeah. I, I don't know I haven't tried to do like a thin outline around the eye, so I'll I'll just do a thicker black one, smaller yeah. colour one. And then a smaller yeah. black one, and then a tiny yeah. bit of white, uh, yes. and then like a little gloss thing over the top, just to give it a bit of shine. And who gave you that recommendation? Uh, that was you. That, that was you, Thank sir. You very much. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just to be noted. Well, credit, that me, is... credit me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know if you know this, Brandon, but people have a habit. It seems in the UK customizing community of accepting tips from me and then not telling me till six months later how good that tip I, was. I think so I, I, I think I wrote that on a sure caption. I did write it on a happy. caption, but but I doubt anyone reads them. <laughs> 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 
Talk, talking about captions, like I, I, I enjoy writing a good caption, like a good story about where I got my figure from. And yeah, all this. Yeah, yeah, I, put, yeah. I do put a bit of heart into it, and then someone will put a comment on the bottom of it that's just like, "Where's this from?" Or what? Oh like, fuck me! Yeah, yeah just, just like just read. Yeah. I just put the just put a finger in, or you know, like <laughs> yeah, totally. That drives me insane. So um, going back, actually, to, oh, going back to the eyes, on, I just want to say. So I. Um, the same method like you do at home is how I do it. So I'll do the black. And then when I've got the black and the circle, then I can play with the color. So then I can dip my brush in the color of the eye. And then I can like kind of keep it in the circle of the black. And if you look at our, if we look at our own eyes, we do have like an outer rim of black. And then we mm. have the color going in. Yep. So then I'll get the color in. I'll make that nice and round. And then I'll go in with like uh, null and oil. You guys definitely know what that is. Yes, I, yes, I don't. Hang on, what do you do? Is that what you use for the pupil? So then I use that to the colour because obviously our eyes aren't naturally just like bright, yeah, bright. Yeah. Unless you're someone like Brad Pitt and you, you know, you've got piercing <laughs> eyes. But not all of us are quite bright in the eyes. We've got, we got a lot of shadows and darkness. So I would so use that just over the colour. Go back because... Um, Apologies, I have the attention span of a goldfish, and at that point in time, I was looking for my clay to get out <laughs> to, to do something. Um, I, this intrigues me. Non-oil, because I use this a lot, obviously, for washing, for, for like, with hairs, occasionally mm-hmm. on a bit of boots or, or stuff like that, you know, to bring it. So you're using this just for the colour, or the whole of the eye gets the non-oil? So the colour, just the colour. So, so you're I literally, think- again, just doing, like, another so- dot, boom. Yes, not not so much a dot. Like I do give it a wash over the color, but it's not like a dot. It's just like completely over the color of the, the eye, and what? then that's when I go in with the the black. What but does then, that do? Because I don't I don't know this. All right, so no, no, it's a dark wash. So it just darkens the the brightness of the color. That's what mm-hmm. it does to the eyes. Whereas in like other aspects, when you're doing it for hair, yeah, it darkens the hair. But for the eye, it gives it like a nice dark shadow. Okay, so like, uh, so like, if you tint a window on a car, it's sort of like yeah, that. sort of like that, exactly like that. Yeah. It's like you're tinting yeah. window, basically. And although you can still see out of it, and you can see the eye, but it's darker, so it's exactly. Mm. The so it's interesting because it's interesting, and the reason why this this pricked me is up so much is because I'd been trying a different route using the similar style paints because you've obviously got the shades and you've got the contrasts or something, right? And the contrasts mm-hmm. are the slight... And obviously you and I will talk about this because we use Games Workshop. So I've been in there the exact same as you where I've been like, mix this with this and do this to this. It's exactly scheming to try and do eyes. Yeah. I've even found this other one where I was mixing a little bit of pink to try and wash over the whole of the eyeball and everything. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So I try to use the contrast paints, like you were saying, to try and still because it gives it a bit of the sheen. But like you yeah. probably get from the null, but it was too bright, so I went away from it. So that really no. intrigues me now to put the so try. Try using that now. Try using that just a little wash over the color, or you could do the other route is when you have the color done, and you don't use the null and oil. You go in with the black, make the dot, and then if you like make a mistake with the circle, the black circle in the colour, you can always go back with the colour and perfect it. Mm. You get what I mean? But then yeah. it's not to have it too thick because if it's thick, that's when like the eye starts building like really a like high level of layers. And then it just if you look at the side of the figure, it'll end up just sticking out. I don't know if you can see that. But you want it yeah, to be yeah, yeah. flat. You want it to be flat. Yeah. So so yeah, then you can do the black dot, 
then do the wash. So then you know that you then won't mess up the black dot after you've done the wash. Do you get what I mean? You're just saving yourself the trouble by doing those steps. And then I'll go in mm. with the white. Going back to what you said, Callum, with the shadows, the red shadows, mm. this is a trick. Not a lot of people use this, but pencil. Now, if I don't use the pencil itself, but what I'll do is I'll have the pencil on the side and I'll get my brush and I'll dip it in a little bit of water and then I'll rub it on the lead of the red pencil. And then I'll just like apply it to the bottom of the eyes or in the corners. Because if you look, and I, I know it sounds mm. crazy, but when I, when I first started trying to like really paint eyes, I would look at my own eyes in the mirror like some crazy man. <laughs> I'd yeah. say like new Jack three times and then no, I'm joking. And then <laughs> I just, just like look at my eyes and see how they are. You know, how does light reflect? Where's the shadows? Where's the red? Where's mm. all this? I just, I just be fascinated by it. So then I try and incorporate that into the figures. I'm not saying my eyes are the best. I'm not bigging myself up here, but I just try and look at ways to copy how my work in real life yeah i mean if you're gonna look at you might as well look in the mirror rather than google hd high res eyes because you've got some on your face uh yeah that's (laughs) interesting with the the, uh with the under the neath bit because what because what i do is like whatever the skin tone is i just take a bit of that add a Mm. bit of red to it and then kind of and then do that and i sometimes add a little bit more red and then just do like different kind of tones. Like maybe it's a little bit darker over here, mm-hmm. like you say a, a dot here, maybe yeah, that, the th- then that, then that same, then that same kind of color I use for like the side of the nose, like in a, yeah. in the ear and just yeah. creases and shit really. Yeah. That's um, exactly, that's exactly how I go about it. But it's, it's, you know, it's what works as well for you. Like, like I've also, I've also, I've also done that. I still do that as well. I mix the, the flesh and the red and then i'll kind of get in the shadow area bits but lately i have been using the pencil and it's it doesn't dry as fast and it doesn't really dry as paint if that if that makes sense so yeah even if it stains you can just wet your brush a bit and then you can move the the red around the face so definitely that's good as well because you you don't want to um because obviously like the more paint you add then the thicker it gets right. so if, if you can yeah. do anything that's like yeah uh, like thinner i suppose because i i'll like i'll use like a red pastel and just rub it like on my finger and just sort of yeah. rub that in sort of places and then kind of wash it off with with a bit of water sometimes and mm-hmm. yeah so it's interesting that you guys talk i do and this is again the things about customizing right we can have a complete different technique I'm a fan more of dry brushing the color into the face. So what I tend to do to try and get a bit of highlight and like blushing around sort of the, the face or through the nose is I'll take that slightly darker color, dry brush it through the areas I want to kind of highlight or to, to create more depth. And then I'll dry brush just before it's fully dried, the same base tone back over it. So it just kind of blends yeah, 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 in a yeah, bit yeah. nicer. Yeah. Um, that as well. And that, that's the way I tend to kind of get more, bit more of the texture. It's funny, right? We were, I was just sitting here thinking while I was rolling out my millie putt to do something, right? I was like, it's fascinating. We're sitting here picking apart these figures that we talk about, right? That we really hold these things about two, two like, inches away from our face while we're doing it. And after you spent all these hours fascinating, like perfecting these eyes or doing whatever you do, just get stuck on the shelf and you never see the bloody eyes again. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you're playing you know, smoking mirrors with the figure. So like, you, you're never going to see the eyes. Put that back on the shelf. <laughs> 
that's it like isn't it like, you sit there and you, you you put all this time and we try and hold it and the thing is we hold these things up to our faces and, like making sure yeah. there's not like this oh, yeah. tiny dot who's doing that you can't even see those things anyway do you know but I think that's why the you know like the factory ones especially jazz wares like if you look close on those eyes if I painted them like that I'd be like this is going in the bin because they're they're just shit aren't they uh, yeah I, agree. I guess we take uh we take photos of them and like take a photo pretty close like the that that is the final bit for me most of the time i i sell it after i've done it anyway like i don't um you know i don't keep most of my things did i ever tell you the time i accidentally stepped on the berserkers helmet so as i was saying so as you were saying about the jazzwares i was chatting to tava 89 the other day so luca good lad good lad he's cool yeah he's an absolute legend and I was chatting to him about the um, Ultimate Editions, like, and the eyes that they're printing with the true effects on the figures. Now, you can get really, really good ones, and you can get really, really bad ones. And going back to what you said, Callum, that tiny little eye can make the whole figure. And it just seems like some of the figures can get really ruined when they're, the true effects are not in the eye socket. And that really bugs me, because where I spend so many hours painting these eyes and spending so much time on like the little details when i get a figure and it doesn't have the eyes in the socket i'm just like i'll go and buy another one <laughs> yeah i mean it's it, it's insane. a it's a pretty small ask to can you put the eyes in the eye socket like they're not even <laughs> cheap are they you know they, no, they're well, not, they're not. To, talking of price i was chatting to craig uh yesterday the price mm-hmm. of an elite when they first came out do you boys remember how much they were they like 15, I don't know. I, I wasn't pounds. buying them then, so I had no idea. On 1999? 12 So when Elite first came, so then they went up to 16.99, and I remember that happening. And then they went up to 19.99, which has obviously been the kind of standard price of an Elite recently. Yeah. Uh, and then today, and I know it was the SummerSlam range, so it's not really standard Elites, but I think it's coming. I uh, bought the SummerSlam range, that was 24.99 today. Was that off Smith's? Wow. Mm. Yeah, I see that they've got them on um, Smiths now. Um, wow! Uh, but so, and that's and it's interesting because like I grew up on the figures. I again talking about retro digressing. I watch a lot of old videos on YouTube and stuff, and they were talking about different figures coming out. And like Jacks was six ninety nine, six ninety nine <sighs> for a figure. Like obviously, I'm, like, it's, it's, I'm old, right? Way back in my day, we went to Woolworths. <laughs> and paid six ninety nine. Uh, you're not old. You're like what? you're not that old. You were born in the nineties, surely. So I'm an 80 child by a month. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was buying Hasbro's. I think they were three ninety nine. Four ninety nine, three ninety nine, four ninety nine or something like that. Yeah. Talk about inflation. Two packs were ten pounds. Like that's, I remember, you, you went like Woolworths. It was like two, but six ninety nine for a single ruthless aggression. Woolworths, I think it was. But that that was where <laughs> where I used to Works get my Hasbro. figures from. Yeah, I know. It was I mean. Woolworths, and because you know, and and those were the days you'd go in and and you wouldn't know what they would have. Now, I had that experience today because I went to Smith's today after I'd done a couple of things to buy the SummerSlam Rey Mysterio. I bought the Baron Corbin basic so I could swap the Vince head on, which I've just posted. Which you know, it's a very simple mm. fix up, but it reminds mm. me of an old Titan Vince I had in the brown suit, right? So, yeah, yeah, man. And then as I was walking out, I looked up and they had the new basic Rey Mysterio. Like you know, I almost had that kid feeling again. Like oh man, I didn't know this was going to be here. <laughs> so like, it's did you do that in this in the shop? 
Yeah, literally, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. I do not care. I, I, I had my frame steering in my hand, I had my brown core. I was like, yeah, grab that one, pull it down off the thing. Like, I'm like six foot three, big tattooed, burly guy, like looking like Hagrid's pulling everything down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like that, 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 but that, that's, you know, that is again another reason why I love collecting, right? And again, it's the same thing. It's that, that, I remember that feeling when you'd go into like Woolworths or if I was lucky enough to, because where Toys R Us was like a 40 minute drive so maybe like once or twice mm-hmm. a year if my parents went that way they'd go to Toys R Us and you'd get to go to that that was half the fun of it right you'd never know what you would have and I know as we got older the internet and toy fairs and stuff like that the time yeah. when you would just go into a shop and it was complete potluck right you, you know these days you, you want your Rey Mysterio you, you can order it online and we, we talked about no, customizing Craig talked about customizing last week and making a Rey Mysterio figure because the, the, before he could get hold of one. But, you know, there was one made back then, but it just wasn't as able to go on eBay to get it. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I, I think that's the thing about collecting that's still fun for me is when you do get to go into that shop and you get that little surprise or something. You don't get it often these days, but it's... Yeah. Uh, it's your inner yeah, child coming out. I mean, I, I get it because I, I get Lego for my kid because I don't follow what's coming out with Lego. I sort of get it with that because we'll look and go, Oh, they've released this line, but because I don't research it, I mean, it's not, this is quite the same because I don't care as much, but for your kid, it's like that. For your kid, yeah. He, like he, he doesn't know. He wants to like, yeah. he always wants to go down the, the Lego aisle because he thinks something might be there. I'm like, yeah, I don't say anything, but it's like, you know, keep that magic alive. And uh, that's exactly what it was like for us going down the wrestling aisle, seeing the figures on the shelves. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Back then, maybe, maybe there was a way of finding out, but I just didn't know. Like, I, I guess this is like mid nineties now. I would get the WWF magazine, and then inside that, there'd be like, you know, like an ad for them, and then they'd, they'd all be yeah. spread out. And you might, I think that's like where you might have seen that Greg the Hammer Valentine that never came out and stuff. And you go, oh, what? Where's, where's that? And then it's just yeah. a case of every time I go into Toys R Us or whatever, just you know, maybe expect them to be new ones. But, but yeah, I, I guess yeah, I suppose yeah, that, it, that's it, isn't it? You wouldn't know if they got cancelled either. Like, yeah. so you'd you'd see these pictures, and it wouldn't be like nowadays. Like, for example, the Rob Van Dam variant that's just yeah, got you know right? instantly that it's been cancelled. Like, gone, no point looking. Like, yeah, could you imagine and if you're going to get like, it, you you have to pay a top dollar and talk to someone across the world and you know you yeah. do get it but it's not like that back in the day the back in the day it's just like you go in if it's there result and you don't know what's rare and what's not and that's when jacks came out with like those little gold foils and they would start putting things like you know one of three thousand mm. and you this is a this is a, this is a score like, i've actually got on a rare figure here and they keep they, they've kept that alive now because obviously jeremy the one that's in charge of um the aw toys now he was working at Jackson. He still kept that the same. And that's why it's so fun. Like, with the chase. They never, they, no, no, it's not fun. It's not fun. It, they, well, never it come is, out, they never come out in the UK, right? Some people then, some people have had them, though. They've had the yeah. luck. Some people have. But I've never come across one. Yeah. I don't buy I mean, them, I, right? I've never I'm, seen one here, though. I mean, I, I've not looked that much, but... The, I'm bitter yeah. from a Jax perspective still because, like you say, Brandon, Jax created the one of 500 belts, for example, which was like the chase the belt and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, even the, the, and I remember being on the rest, yeah, the wrestling figs message boards, and I swear they never got made it to here. And I remember people being really bitter about it back then, and now they're still bitter about the AEW ones never coming out of it over here as well. <laughs> I a, lot, a lot of hate for Jax, but I love him. <laughs> you know what? I wish though. I wish that Mattel still kept um, shipping 
the ultimate editions to like Smiths and but they, they they've just completely cancelled it, haven't they? And oh really? Well, yeah, like they stopped that like series. I think series three or four because I don't think they were doing well. And that's when like there was question to the line of will it survive or not. And that's when they started releasing like I think series four was Lesnar and Michael HBK. Yeah, and I think that's when it started picking up, and then people started getting back into it. But for some reason, now the UK don't bring it over. And that line, I'm just collecting all of the figures in that line. That's such a that's kind of like brought my love back into it, into the collection. Because I used to collect the classic superstars, but then after that, I kind of like got away from it because I wasn't a big fan of Mattel when they came in. Mm. And well, now, let's talk about of... Ultimate Editions, right? Because yeah. I have a few of them. Like I said, I pick and choose what I buy. Um, there are some absolutely amazing Ultimate Editions. The first rock, unreal. Absolutely yeah, love that Ultimate Edition figure. Um, the Hulk second Hogan, the Hollywood terrible. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, right, so yeah. here's my thing, second right? One, the second one, jeez. That's the one I've got, annoyingly. Yeah, um, the butterfly yeah. torso they've been using recently, right? The I got the Batista, which uses the same torso as the Rock. I just don't like the way I, it looks. I, I prefer, and, and you know, if you would have put, say, butterfly tor- joints on the original Triple H torso or the, the Rock torso that they had before, it would look far superior than that weird, like, He-Man yeah, triangle thing one. they've got going on. And it's the same with using a Stone Cold or torso for the HBK they've used. You've got a Balor torso that you had for Ultimate. Bangs and butterfly joints on that, and it would be a much... And that's what puts me off it. There's those two torsos they've kind of like tried to shoehorn. You're either fucking He-Man or you're like... There's not enough versions. Like, the the first Michaels is good because they've only... They haven't done it with the shoulders. They've just done the torso bit, which is which I think is fine. But then the... The, the Matt Hardy, uh, not Matt Hardy, the Jeff Hardy was the worst because like, it was annoying me when people were looking at it and go, oh, this is amazing. It's like, what are you talking about? He looks terrible. Mm. Like, he's, he's Under just- the vest. Under yeah. the vest, in my opinion, it does look bad. It does look too wide. But when it's... You can cover it for sure. Yeah. yeah. Vest, you, can, you kind of, like, you can play smoke and mirrors with it when you display it, like, and especially when you pose it. But like you said, under the vest, it can be, it does... It just draws you and it doesn't look good, but I don't know. Man. I don't I, mind I, playing I think... smoke and mirrors with a 20 pound figure, right? I'll accept smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Like, like I said, and this goes back to me last week, main back things. When you're calling something an ultimate, don't tell me I've got to play smoke and mirrors. Again, mm. it comes with it, right? Yeah. And, and I guess they're $35, right? It's not the most expensive figure, but again, you're using two torsos and, and then the other thing they're doing is releasing the same people over and over again. And they're just kind of, they've, they've and from rumours, there's going to be a Bret Hart coming, which is a good idea, right? The first Bret Hart's quite expensive to get, but there are still so many people that haven't got an ultimate. Randy Orton yeah, would yeah, make yeah. pretty good ultimate, yeah. right? Randy, Seth. Seth, AJ, Romans, get him on, Rey Mysterio. There, there are lots of yeah. people that you could still give it, and we, we were on what? There's rumours of another ultimate warrior. Another ultimate warrior coming? Yeah, RVD, ultimate, yeah. RVD ultimate for you imagine a nice RVD ultimate which can do the yeah. whole with nice butterfly joints, good yeah. movement, a few different heads. Like give him the if you're going for the Mister Monday, uh, the, the money in the back. There are there's tons know, of ways. I know you're can, an RVD fan, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, I love RVD, and I think they could also they could do well. Seeing as Mattel are going down that ruthless aggression era now, and with the new line, they they're using like the the same attire as that ruthless aggression did with, you know, Batista, Lesnar. I mm-hmm. feel like they could do 
Do you guys know that uh, one of, I think it's one of 3,000 exclusive RVD? Bear with Cooler. Yeah, you've definitely got it. I've got it under my bed, so I'd have to lift Uh, it. It's this this one, right? It comes with, that's the one. I just haven't got his t-shirt on him. So the one night stand attire, ECW t-shirt, when he and then he wins the WWE title, Cena, and he's the ECW champion, and he gets crowned the ECW champion. I think the night after on Raw, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it comes with that, and it also comes with a briefcase. So that I think would be my ideal Ultimate Edition, and that would yeah, that would be insane. And so, the thumb hands as well, and I also like new head sculpts. Like I would hope that they wouldn't go and make an Ray Ultimate and just use the same heads. Like give us something yeah. new. They have been doing Ooh. that. Like, well, they normally do like a couple of heads at least, don't they? Like, so yeah. Are uh, all the rays got the same expression, or is there is there a screaming mm. one or anything like that? Because they, they nah. have to. Yeah, they would yeah, have I mean, to do something different. Maybe you just get the easy route is like you've got a done up mask, maybe with a stern face, and then an undone mask with more of a happy face. Because obviously, and this all completely mm. depends on what era you go for, right? Like because. For me, and again, you know, the the, the, t- the two main points you go for, I probably wouldn't really want to know what to look for, and it's just not really my thing. You, you got his WrestleMania win, obviously, or his Royal Rumble win. And I mean, they're both mm. cool figures, right? But Mattel has kind of beaten that path. They've gone down that route. You've got the entrance great, although it's not an elite. It still looks phenomenal with the, the dress on. And yeah. we've got a basic version of Give me something like that's a bit different. The WrestleMania Joker outfit, I don't know if there's copyrighted because it doesn't have any logos on it. That could be something that'd be really cool for an because you mm. can remove the arms and you've got the jacket, for example. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, and yeah, yeah, that's a clever idea. Yeah. You wouldn't necessarily have yeah, to do the head yeah, option there and you could just go with it because I'm pretty. Did he win the title? He won the Intercontinental title that WrestleMania, I think. God, I can't remember. If something like that, I could be wrong, but, but yeah, you can also of... add the belt in, right? You can throw the belt in, you can throw the, the yeah. coat in. <laughs> Exactly. I, I, think, yeah, I, mean, I think going back to what you said, they they seem to be there's only certain like molds, and they're not like they haven't done one of his size yet. So I guess yeah. like the within the the, the Mattel Creations one, there's going to be a doink. So is that going to be that's a one-off torso? Is it or is it just a paint? Yeah, that's it. Is it just a painted? No, I think that's a one-off torso. I don't think anyone's had that body mold. I don't think so. It's sort of like unique to him. I think like the way Lesnar is, his torso is very unique to him. No one's, no one's used that. Whereas the rock, um, sorry, the Batista one that we got recently, that's been used on uh, the the rock, the triple H Amazon. So uh, as well, warrior as well. So I think this doink is going to be, the doink is going to be like unique to itself. Also the diesel that's unique. Uh, match you know Kevin, no, Kevin Nash is coming down the pan then, yeah, Kevin Nash, yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Uh, I, I think doing a I didn't see that the, the Bret Hart thing, but I guess that makes sense because they don't want people just buying them off eBay for like $120, they might as well, you know, people want that, uh, but, yeah, people want it. Well, Mattel have started doing a lot more re-releases. And again, here we go, nerding out mm-hmm. for the Rey Mysterio. They recently showed off the Mattel Topics Rey Mysterio. Now, more recent people wouldn't know, but that's just a direct re-release of this one, which is the KB Toys, I think it was the KB Toys six-pack one. So they've, And even on the new figure, they've gone back and used the same old-school articulation on the arm joints and stuff like that. So it really does mm-hmm. look like Mattel have started going back to just a, a stage where they're like, well, you know what? 
let's just release what we want now. Like, yeah, cut, cut, again, they're, yeah. they're not really they're not really spending, are they? They're just reusing old molds and colours. And I guess it's, 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 they've got to be business smart, haven't they? But you've seen this uh, new top uh, re. I can't remember what they've called it the re-release line. You've got Bam Bam Big Low, Rikishi, Rey Mysterio. Legends Flash. Is it Flashbacks Elite? Something. Something like that. They've just started. But the thing is, like the figures aren't even ones that I would personally of those wrestlers they've released. Gone. Well, that would be the one I'd release out of the Elite line. This. You know have I mean? we like, seen? Have we seen the actual prototypes of those? They've they've, they've they've confirmed what ones they are. So, for uh-huh. example. The Rey Mysterio is the Day of the Dead Rey Mysterio. The greatest Bam hits Bam, is called greatest. Hit, yeah, greatest hit, yes. But... Jake the Snake, Undertaker, Bam Bam, Rikishi, Ray, and The Rock. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, Rikishi is the Hall of Champions one, I believe. The Bam Bam's the Legends Five one, which I will say is probably the best of the three. But we just got a re-release of the Bam Bam, of Bam Bam in the Grey and the Legends set, right? So I don't feel like it's something that was a burning uh... thing. to... No, yeah, they, they hadn't done the grey one before. That was yeah, but that's what I mean. So this one they're bringing back out is the orange one, which was what yeah. they originally. What I'm kind of getting at is like it doesn't feel like it's been that long since a Bam Bam Bigelow figures come out. So why feel the need to almost pull away the value? And the, I don't get this right. It it, 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 it's for. the it's the value the collection thing which is the problem because if you're if you're holding on to things for that, then they become like back to base value again if it's exactly the same thing mm, uh, but, but here's the thing right and i and brandon again like your view as well because i think you're similar to me in like the terms of where you collect and things like this right i don't buy them necessarily for the value i like the fact that they have a scarcity that makes other collectors interested in what i have if that makes sense and makes discussion points and that's what i see as the value of it part of the enjoyment i have of collection is like look, look at my stuff that people don't have but i'm love to talk to you about it and that's the same yeah. as when i see someone else have something they're collecting I'm like oh man tell me that show me pictures of it mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily the, the the money value that upsets me it's the fact that they've got something that to me had a bit of a lure to it and yeah, now yeah, they've yeah, just yeah. taken away some of the collecting lure that's important well, yeah I, I don't i don't mean necessarily to even resell it but it's like if you've got uh, a holy grail of a figure and you go oh this is really difficult to get and then all of a sudden they just uh re-release it and then they're you know, sh- uh, peg peg warming, and yeah. it's like, oh, now this thing I had. I mean, although if it's if it's in packaging, it's, it'll be like slightly different. Uh, it does kind of take that away, and it's if you've held on to that for so long, and it's it's kind of unfair, right? Then is it selfish of me to think like I've got three Harley Race figures here, two mock, one loose? If they re-release Harley Race, should I should I get upset? Like, is that selfish of me? Like. You know, yeah, I mean, that, that would I'm make me think. Uh, so, have you got two two mock? So I've got two mock, one loose. Yeah, I, mean, like, I, would, I would hedge my bets. So they bought above them, re- that's me. <laughs> yeah, were they bought above retail? All of them, really? <laughs> Sorry, mm. were they bought above retail out of interest? Oh, of course, I never got that i vaguely remember some of them trickled out and stuff like this in the early times like they weren't super expensive so i know yeah. like, some people would have picked them up at her yeah and that's I mean, the thing like, you don't know when like so now as i from what i know i don't think they have the rights to harley race no they don't mm. from what i understand either and that's yeah they, and that's what like makes me think right um i'm holding on to a rare figure here and like I'm saying, I don't want to be selfish, but if it did get re-released and it was the same figure in a different line, I'd be like, damn, like, 
you know, that figure I had, it's not really worth anything anymore. It's like sort of devalued. Yeah, so, especially if the new one's better and it's like got a better... Yeah, and it's got, uh, more, it's got pinless joints. It's got uh, extra articulation yeah, on the elbow. totally. It's well, it's a, interesting you mentioned that because that, looking for that for a long time, that was why I made the last thing that I posted, which was a hard I just, race. I think I saw this this morning, uh, but I haven't looked at it properly. So I'm going yeah, to... Yeah, it's a great, to, great mm. Red and blue attire. I, I bought a... Uh, I managed to get a, a mock classic superstars one for like... I lowballed it and they accepted it. So I just took the robe off and now I'm just trying to sell it loose without it. Uh, but, but yeah, I was like, should I... I was like, if I'm going to make it, I might as well just use, I might as well just do a different version instead of trying to do the King one. Um, mm-hmm. And what I was speaking to figure kingdom Manny last night. Uh, so I'm going to do, so I'm sending him that figure and the flare with, uh, which I'm going to do two heads, one bleeding. And he's going to do a little photo series from that NWA match in 83. So that'll okay. be cool. What uh, sub point, what are you using for the blood? I don't know. I was. I needed to. I've not done that before. So if you've got you some, I'm going to get it out now. Oh, oh yes, he is. Just, just use your so, own blood. Just get the yeah. knife out. Uh, <laughs> that's actually that. That is actually another thing that I did when I was little. I used to bite my nails, force myself to bleed on the skin where my cuticles are, and then I would just smear the blood on the figure. That is <laughs> so crazy. That is so. I crazy. used I used a Crayola felt tip pen. And yeah, that's what that I did as well. Equally yeah. as well, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, I should have done that, but then I also was able to wash the blood off the figure. This, yeah, so was I. So was I. I These were like they were washable. Yeah. Oh, were they washable? Like, really? Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Like you, I'd have. Um, Why didn't you guys tell me this back then? <laughs> like wet wipes. So I'd just do it like for the match. Like so for a couple of minutes, it'd be bleeding and stuff like that. And at the end of the match, wipe them off. Like getting stitched up, mate. And he's ready to like, go again. Did you put the figure through the Titan Tron like into the locker room and then get the baby wife and wash it? Yeah, of course, mate. You had to do it yeah. all above boards and stuff like <laughs> that. Like had to Boy. sell the injury for the non-existent crowd or just my dog who was probably sat in the room. <laughs> but anyway, right? Let's talk. So yeah, it's funny you talk about blood because I looked at, I mm, looked at oh, my figures yeah. last night. I remember uh, you helped me with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Kurt Angle. Um, and I was just I, I often look at my collection in the evening. I really enjoy just spending yeah, that's exactly it, Brandon. The blood for the god, blood god citadel technical paint and it's yeah it's and it's one of those ones it's nice to build up on it as well so it's a kind of you build it up like you would for a cut and it nice and sits very nicely on the paint if you spread it well you can get like a nice bit of like almost like someone's kind of brushed against it to get different depths and stuff and i was looking at my current angle i did last night and like that, it's just something adds something a little different to your figure like there's a couple of them now spread through my collection and the moment i found this blood for the gods nothing else everything yeah nothing else will beat that that's yeah. exactly what i use for my stone cold uh yeah i quit match against um bret hart that is exactly what i used and that like i said i went to sit i only go to citadel i only i mean work games workshop so I, I went in there thinking you know let me see let me see what they've got so i asked the guy and he told me about this and as soon as i used it like i haven't used anything else for blood like this is the go-to and i definitely recommend it to everyone that wants to use blood it's great. So how do you how do you apply it then? You just, just, you know, brush. just like normal paint, just like normal paint. <laughs> yeah, with a brush, <laughs> <laughs> or just like lick it with your nail. But no, so, <laughs> this is the thing because because the way blood kind of flows is is obviously like quite organic. Almost, if, if, so if you paint it on, it 
is that gonna is it could you could you dribble the, it on or something is so here's, here's the thing it? right it's almost like the consistency of like the halloweeny blood so if you can kind mm-hmm. of imagine like this fake blood you'd get that's almost like a gel so the way you'd almost start is imagine if it was like a real cut right it would typically pull or be more focused around the area that the cut and the further it protrudes down the face for example the more mm. it mixes with water the thinner it gets so yeah. you just focus it the same so you kind of you smooth it down it can it kind of still dries almost like it's patched different and you just like you would any kind of painting right well if i wanted it to look like this if i imagined i had a cut on the top of my head and i was to have the blood pull down one way how would it go would it pull in the ear more and then you you like for the Kurt angle mm-hmm. i'd focus a lot more and it sort of sitting in his ear because the cut was the side of the head or as yeah. it goes down his face would it pull more across the eye yeah the way that it naturally flows down your nose it goes down and it comes down here onto your like you know onto yeah. your lip yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and because of well, the, I mean, the consistency you, of the paint no ads yeah. yeah, you just use a fine brush and you'd almost drag it down. And because it's a gel, as it's yeah. going down, it's getting thinner and thinner anyway. Yeah, so you direct you... the movement of the blood going down the face. But you know what I want to say, though? It does, if you open up the pot, it kind of looks like real blood. It actually mm. is. It's the same consistency as blood. It's sort of like, in, and think of it like when, when wrestlers like blade themselves, you know, um, it comes pouring down, doesn't it? And because of like all the mm. adrenaline, they're like blood's pumping. It's just coming out of everywhere. So... You could go crazy with it and it is like a, it is already watered down, but then you could water it down with your brush. And then just mm. like, like Callum's saying, just let, let the brush do the work. Just kind of like Im- imagine now, like if I, if the blood is pouring from this section, how does it flow down the face? Does it go into the cavity of the ear? Does it like run down the side of the cheekbone? And then does it drip onto the chest? Like be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, narrative, yeah. but also like look at ways the blood is actually on the face when you're like the, um, recreating it from a match. Yeah. I I mean, if you're doing it from a photo reference because it's a thing that happened, then you can obviously just try and do it exactly as the same. Like if, yeah. if you know, they may, they may have, they may have wiped it off their, off their eye or something. So then it's that's exactly. going to be different again. But that's um, another that's thing I did with that is I took the tip of my finger and just dragged a bit of it as if it was yes. like someone had put their hand, mm. just like you say, these guys are gritting cut and then someone's going to bump across them and they're going to yep. have sweat on them, which is going to make the blood go one way and stuff. Okay. Um, and I think even then, like talking of, of trying to make things that damage stuff, I did the similar thing with the Kurt Sinklet. I'm looking at it now. I added like a bit of almost like a dirt to it, like just darkened it up so it wasn't pure white after the end of his match. I wanted it to look like people had smashed across him and stuff. Get, and get, a, uh, get another hand, a metal hand, and then put <laughs> yes. a handprint on hand it. Print. <laughs> <laughs> The jazz wears Cody, right? I think it's the Cody, isn't it? The two pack. Yeah, like the the hand that looks, yeah. yeah, it looks like it's a oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, saw yeah. coming out of him and stuff like that. But no, little things. And again, I guess that's why it's good to have a paint shop. And I think Brandon to kind of highlight the point that I use a lot: being able to go in because these people they don't paint wrestling figures, right? Every time I go in there, what are you painting wrestling? Oh yeah, just talk about something different. They use little war things, but the concept's still the same, right? If they want something to look like metal, they have to do something. If they want something to look like blood, they've got to do a certain way. We're just lucky that we do it at a slightly larger scale, so it might mean we have to alter it slightly, yeah. but the concept's still the same. If we want a hair to look like it's wet, we'll bang a wash over it, just like they would. If we want something to look... So it's, you know, go to these shops, talk to these people and you're, you're going to get... Brains. Yeah, you pick their brains all the time. You can always you know always ask questions that's how i do it and uh i'm sorry i'm cutting you up callum but i'm going back to the point of the eyes i also use 
I'm not sure if you guys use this. You were saying something about like doing a gloss over the finish of the eyes, yeah? Mm-hmm. Hard this. coat. So yeah, that's the same. Technical <laughs> hard coat, that's what I use. I just I give it a nice little, obviously. A little I do wash. it on the lips as well. And the lips, yeah, and the lips. Do you guys, I don't know if you guys use this, but this is another thing. So if you're looking at like each other's faces now, we've got shadows everywhere, right? But our nostrils everywhere that's, that's a thing that a lot of people <laughs> like that's something that people miss and you've got like really you know dark shadows mm. on those yeah so I i've used, definitely never done that i, I completely I this. neglect them yeah <laughs> you neglect the nostrils <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, never, I've never done that yeah that's that's really interesting so, so if you look I, at the on this brown breaker you can see it like see how they're dark yeah. and then yeah, like yeah. when you're when it's facing ahead you get that shadow like under, under the nose, like on the off the lip. Yeah, I'm just lazy, right? Easy. I never, you can't see because my camera's bad, but I just don't paint the nostrils because I, I prime in a dark grey tone. So like, I always end up <laughs> missing the tip of the nos- nose when I paint. So I paint like that and I always have to go back over it. So I just end up not painting the nostrils. Uh, I I've, never, I've never even looked really in that direction. Like, because with the 3D printed heads, is there, is there some depth there anyway? Because if there, there is, is, then you, you, there you is. get like, there is that like um you'll get something yeah it all depends i think do you know what i mean on any of the heads isn't it sometimes like i'm sitting there looking at all the mattels now i'm like let's look at these nostrils but <laughs> there is there is like that's just me like looking at the face and, and the head and just thinking right what other ways can i add uh, realness to the face and create shadows because obviously when you look at it in different lights you know you light that bounces off differently and i just try and paint that as well so i use the it's contrast i'm gonna butcher this basilic balisicalum balisicalum right right. this this annoys me about games it looks like calum in there but it's an n all their names are like uh yeah aren't they so why can't you just call it green one green two green three Matt, yeah. i've been into games workshop and i forgot to have the app or anything like this right and i've just got i think i've got that great it's like i don't think i've got electric bolt green for example when you get home you're like, Fuck's sake, for this one four times now <laughs> they must have a code for it as well though like as well they do, as they've, like got, the, they've got they've got an app ad so you can click on the app and you put all your colors into the apps you just go into the shop and you can see it but i'm just i like to live carefree okay. and just live life on the edge so i tend to buy the same paint over and over again well you'll you'll use it won't you i guess um eventually you only need so much corax white in your life that's what she said 